0: listeners happy tuesday i'm ryan and i'm casey and this is i kid you not i feel like i have even though we talk every day um i feel like i haven't had a chance to like deep dive with you at all this week it's been really busy
1: i totally agree with you um yeah i feel like we spoke but not really which was odd um how was your week
0: uh, it was good. You know, it was a short week at work, which was really nice. Um, oh, it was my nephew's 10th birthday this week. Yeah, That was a huge highlight. I know. 10 years old. He's the first one. Kind of surreal. It's like a super surreal feeling um, that he's been a part of our lives for 10 years now, you know? It's wild um, to see the different ages of
1: I growing up.
0: Yeah, I couldn't help but think about that um, that TikTok where it's like, how does this turn into this? And because I'm like looking through my phone and photos of him and there's this little like, he had like no eyebrows when he was born, bald, 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 like so fair. And then his hair started growing in super curly and blonde. And now it's this like beautiful curly brown hair. But, and he's like a man, he's 10 years old. He is having conversations (laughs) Ten years old beneath the man. <laughs> well he, he thinks he is, that's for damn sure. I know we they
1: do, they do feel like teenagers. My nephew seven feels yeah. like he's a teenager. I'm like, wait,
0: this is Yeah. Not he a wanted party. to go to Donna Cola for his birthday dinner. I'm like, I Aww, love that. Cute. That's where I like to go for my birthday dinner. <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, so that was a highlight of my week, honestly. Um and my brother, of course, is a very poor planner. And texted me probably at about, like, 6 o'clock saying, we're going to go to Don Polo for his birthday dinner if you want to come. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> um, I was already in my pajamas. I had salmon in the oven. I was like, all right, there goes that. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy I was able to drop everything and run there.
1: And no, I have the same thing with my brother and sister-in-law. God bless them. Love them to death. But right. they are 24-hour notice, if that, on these types of things. And it, I'm a planner. I want to do it. Me So it drives me nuts. So I was like, "Well, I guess I got to go put my fucking pants
0: on and get to dinner." Nothing worse than having to put your pants on once they're off. (laughs) Oh, and they were off. I was like, in. I was settled into the couch when he texted me. I was like, Uh, because that the time change this week has really fucked me up. I thought getting like the extra hour of sleep was gonna make me like more energized this week, and no, instead I am like dragging ass. And it's like
1: when I leave work. Yeah, no, but my anyway. week my week was very eventful, um, more than usual. I had some interviews, that. so that was exciting. Woo! That's great yeah, news. That, that was How good. How do you feel
0: about
1: it? Mixed. Um okay. I feel like I was excited about one role, um, but during the interview, it was really, really casual, which I was not used to. And oh. um, I felt like I had... A little friction connecting to the interview, whereas okay, and that's the job that I felt a little more excited about, and then the other one I had right. a really smooth conversation with that it. it felt very connected, but it's less exciting the role, so I'm um, you know I'm kind of like in the middle range, um yeah, so we'll see, and then yeah. I got to hang out with my nephews. I saw them three times this week, maybe Ooh. well t- I'm going today, so. Yeah, so might be, be <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm seeing him Sunday. Um, so that will be fun. And then, um, you know, just all of this Bravo, which I always do the Bravo watching. But I feel like because we're doing this episode, all the notes. It was just, uh um, yeah.
0: a lot of homework. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, guys, how did we feel about BravoCon weekends and follow up with the huge lineup of Bravo Week?
0: Yeah, this—if you're a Bravo fan, this week was heaven. Super Bowl, right? Um, I'm wearing my lover boy attire and my "Don't Activate Me" mug. I'm so I, jealous of I'm our fa- uh, of our I, Bravo week. I so I, failed. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We we'll we have to get you more Bravo stuff. Oh, totally. Um, I like to support my friends, so I'm always buying the merch. <laughs> I respect. <laughs> and right now, as much as Lindsay is not always my favorite person right now, I'm team Lindsay, especially after Bravo So, cause she looked fabulous. Um, so I'm going with my don't activate me mug today. Yeah. But it was, it was so interesting. I don't know. How did you feel like watching, kept prepping for this week? And I know there are podcasts that like, this is all they do, right. They break down shows and recap shows. Typically when I'm watching it, I'm like relaxed. I'm having my tea. I'll have a glass of wine, whatever. I'm, If I'm on my phone and I'm rewinding this, I felt like I had to be like focused and like take notes. And it was a different experience.
1: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, I know. I feel like normally you would just be really relaxed and take in the drama or the funny parts and you're not like, like, wait, rewind. I want to catch what they're saying. Take the notes. I'm just like. I don't want to miss that. Uh (laughs) Yeah. I'm just like freely watching. So yeah, it was definitely a different experience for sure. Yeah.
0: It was fun, though. I had a lot of fun. And there was plenty of BravoCon content. Shout out to Peacock. Loving this. I mean, if you are a Bravo fan, you just need Peacock. I think it's that's what they've done now. They've made it that, like, you can't have one without the other.
1: Yeah, I well, so what did you think about it airing for the first time? Like, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of learning curves that are going to be totally. takeaways. But like, what was your opinion of watching it and being at home
0: obviously i wish i was there um that would have been better if i were yeah. in vegas there were very few things that would get me to vegas these days and BravoCon would be one of them totally um but it was you know i'm thrilled that they made that an option you know but it was tough there were some things that i was like okay no better shit is happening show us those panels but they like and it's smart how they did it how they spread everything out over the days like you'll see duos this day you'll see the reading room this day all that to keep us you know coming back but i wanted that like the panels that they were showing live i'm like i know this isn't the good shit like give me the good shit so it was a little frustrating to have to wait for the good stuff
1: okay so i absolutely agree unpopular opinion i actually did not enjoy it (laughs) i thought the experience was not good for for instance panel first day there was nothing great on the panel, period. Sure. And you're sitting there and you have to wait in between in these weird waiting rooms that you're seeing these waiting with, room with the weird music that was just the worst <laughs> type of music ever. And it was I so long. That. So you couldn't even like really and like go through the the day and really choose what you wanted to watch so i hated it right and so i didn't even watch day three which was probably the best day but i didn't even watch it because i was at that point fed up i actually enjoyed social media more because i feel like they got straight to the point and you got to see the best parts of it and so that's kind of how i really watched
0: to be honest to all of the bravo fans who were there who were posting on their stories live in while you were in panels. Thank you. Yeah, it, gave, it, it, gave, it gave us life. I it's so appreciate it. Yes. I have to Love say you. after
1: watching the like Bravo episodes this week, um, after they were done airing, they went into Bravo live with the bringing all of the um, different shows, cast on okay. the stage. And so I was able to see some of that and that I actually really enjoyed because Andy
0: So, honestly, my favorite part of watching those panels, or even maybe not my favorite part of all of BravoCon, but some of the best parts were the fan questions. The fans were fucking wild this year. Some of the questions they asked, like, the way they they came for Jennifer and Teresa, thank you.
1: I know. And just shine of how disgusting they are in person. I mean, honestly, right? like, who, you're who you are. You're like a TV celebrity, and you're going to like go after this poor little like interviewer.
0: Like, come on, right. rise above it. Like, But even like the summer so house better. panel questions, I loved that they were asking. Yeah. People, but they were like, when they asked Paige who she would rather lie in bed with, one of her friends. That's amazing. She said she couldn't choose. Oh. She couldn't choose. She would want all three of them in bed. I agree <laughs>
1: yeah the more the merrier with your
0: girlfriends <laughs> but it was like they had they were really good questions the merch that they were all in i'm like damn i thought i was like good with my merch people were crushing it so many people had the um at the vanderpump rules one the fuck me in this t-shirt <laughs> and i was like yes i love that the uh the support for our, i mean Ariana's just crushing it right now but she had to have felt so good at bravo i feel like yeah but I don't know if anyone out there watches Dancing with the Stars. I don't know if you do. I don't. I'm only watching this. I'm only watching this season because of Ariana, and because I was like, let's see if she's good. She's fucking fire. Yeah. And so for her to come off of BravoCon weekend and then go into a live show on Tuesday and fucking crush the top of Britney Spears dance. No, it was a slave for you. Yeah. Oh, that's a slave for you. Yeah. Slade. Because yes, I want. Sorry.
1: <laughs> so, question. So, any funny moments that like, stood out to you that
0: you just like, um, cracked, were... cracked you up? That made me laugh out loud. Yeah, there were a few. Um, you know, the Atlanta women always crack me up. Like, just their panel, I think I laughed through the whole thing. Drew wasn't at the panel, which is very interesting to me. I did no research to find out why. Yes. I know she was But if anyone knows, please DM us because I'm really curious. Um, And I think what the TikTok you shared with me today, I saw it during the week, but that was the reading room.
1: When Andy asked Lisa Milan, who most likely to have favorite designer duds in their closet? Lisa shades Sheree so well to the point where she goes Alexander
0: McQueen or Alexander Sheen. I died. <laughs> I would have fallen off of my seat if I were sitting there. Kenya, he, Kenya did. he did. Kenya, he did. And
1: Kenya was like, shots inspired. And Kenya is like the best read. So like the
0: fact yeah. that she that was solid. That was so good. <laughs> that was just amazing. What also made me laugh, the bra, did you watch the Bravos?
1: the like no, awards
0: what? he did oh god they were so funny so it was like you know they're like it was really like superlatives silly awards but everyone was just like getting their awards saying thank you and going off for like a quick like thanks so much this is because it's funny right it's not like you're getting an emmy right um the candace from potomac gave like a whole speech <laughs> as a candace get off the stage boo. <laughs> but if anyone's gonna do it i
1: could totally it's, see yeah. it yeah it's really yep. on brand for
0: her yes what were so, your what did your funniest
1: i thought bryn when she was going down the escalator and her heels getting stuck was, that was great that was priceless and then how they panned back
0: to just the shoes
1: that <laughs> <laughs> that was good I, the fact that everyone wanted to get into captain jason's pants like yes. I,
0: all the girls were flocking and honestly i would have too if i was a person I actually wrote that down as one of my funniest moments. There was, like, it was, like, a day one or a day two panel. Like, one of the, like, silly ones. Ariana, Katie, Aisha, and, like, a bunch of below-deck people. And um, they asked Ariana and Katie if there was anyone they wanted to meet. And they both were like, well, Captain Jason's super hot. And I'm like, yeah, you guys and everyone else. And Aisha goes, he likes a finger in the bum. (laughs) I love her. I love uh,
1: her. She's I, wild. She's amazing. She's so good. Yes, um, that she's one made me laugh. And I love that she's so close with him, but like, but not love interested, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> good for her.
1: Um, yeah, they're like a fun
0: bestie duo.
1: I also loved when Sutton Garcelle were on the Friends panel. Yes, the Friends panel. Sutton says to, um, about the matchmaker because the interviewer asked, you know, about her dating. And she goes, uh-huh where are the billies? And someone goes, what are the billies? She goes, billionaires. We all want a billy. Where
0: well, are the billies? Like,
1: yes. I, what? I want a billy. I didn't know they were called billies.
0: I'm, Me either. I'm a I couple notches down. Yeah. <laughs> but right now I'm looking for an employee.
1: <laughs> I also love that MJ shades Heather DeBro not wanting to be trapped on the elevator with her because she's just not her kind of person at all.
0: I mean, how funny was and then yeah, Heather, Heather's not for
1: everyone. I'll tell you that. Yeah. She's definitely a particular type of individual. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, and then my, one of, what I really stood for, cause I was like screaming this at the TV nonstop was when Olivia slammed Austin for not wanting to lie to Shep, but asking Taylor to lie to Olivia. The double standards are insane.
0: And I know we're going to break down Southern charm and that's like so much of the things I want to talk about so I don't want to get too into it, but yeah. I agree. I loved that. She loved that she said that.
1: Yeah, because it's, because and, and Austin was trying to, like, fight back, but, like, bro, like,
0: you don't, yeah, you're, you're not going to win this
1: argument, right? <laughs> and yeah. what'd you think of, um, of course, Carl and Lindsay?
0: Awkward. Awkward. Um, Awkward. You know, it was He's still not talking. He's still not saying anything, and he's, like, still acting like everything's normal it's weird like how he was just up there i felt like he was like almost he didn't seem nervous enough for me honestly i I wanted him to feel like more nervous more regretful even like look people break up and i appreciate that he didn't like go through with the marriage and like was able to take himself out of that right like if he knew this wasn't gonna work i don't appreciate how he did it Agreed. um and i think that he owes her more than that, and like even from a friend standpoint, you he knew her for how fucking long before this, and you just like, and then to just sit there and act like, yeah, this is no big deal. Shit happens. That's what I'm not. like. Yeah, about. but I feel. See, the thing is, that was always
1: Carl. Like you saw yeah. how he treated all the girls. Like people are forgetting, right. Carl. This is how Carl I has forget. always been. So right. when his relation, I mean, the normal reality is, yes, he should have had. Way more respect for the friendship on top of the relationship and really treated her with more care with this breakup, for sure. That's like, you know, human like acknowledgement, right? Yes, decency. However, his way of how he always moved was in an immature, messy, messy, messy way. And the thing is, when they got together, she was vulnerable and really desperate for, you know, marriage and a future, and he was going off of the death of his brother. He was struggling, his brother, with struggling with alcohol sobriety. Right, and he was in a vulnerable state that wanted something more solid at the time, and I he agree. needed that anchor, and they kind of collided together in the probably not the most pretty much it was kind of toxic. A right. Yeah. And so I'm not shocked the end of this situation to be honest. Either. I saw it coming, even though you love moments of them, and because their friendship was great, right? I
0: wanted it to work. I think it would have been a really beautiful love story. But I think everything you're saying is right. I don't. I think the writing was on the wall, and it was
1: too faux for too long with social media and always being on at certain points. And you knew how Lindsay was just like raw and attitude-y and. Oh. And the fact that she was just silent and not even being herself, you just could tell that there was going to be
0: an expiration date. And And honestly, Paige saw it from day one. Vindicated. Vindicated. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay, so why don't we get into best and worst dressed?
0: I was going to say, Paige is a perfect segue for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally both sides on that one.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, because I think Paige had some really awesome fashion moments and some really big misses for me. Which is um, and, wild because
1: Glamour, yeah. like, put her on best dress for that one outfit that we literally both hate. hate. And she's and she's getting a lot of recognition for this Miu Miu because it was so expensive. People are loving this look. This white dress with those bedazzled pink underwear no. looked miss, heinous.
0: Miss, it, uh, when she did the black um panties, I liked that look. Yeah, that I, was... I,
1: that was more of the chicer of the underwear look.
0: Yes, it felt yeah. more chic, and I like Paige's style. I know there are a lot of people out there who don't. We have a friend who like is way more like, way more vibes go- with like Amanda's style. Yeah. Um, I, I always like Paige's style. I'm, like if me I too. had her body, I would dress like her all the time. Me um, too. And, but that was a miss for me that look. Um
1: I loved her gold outfit. I we didn't see enough of it. The photographs weren't like yes. she didn't really post that great of ones. So I really wanted to see more from that. Um, because that just looked Agreed. Like melted gold on her, just looked beautiful. And then I actually thought the burnt orange dress gave me like a seventies vibe, but like I loved it. I thought it was so cute. The high boots. I loved that. Love so, a
0: 70s vibe. Yeah. yeah.
1: But but every time I kept seeing her with no pants, I kept thinking, I couldn't just unsee the diaper. Like I just felt like uh, I was looking at Yeah, and I know it's like high fashion forward, but to me, I just it's not a miss. Yeah, it was a miss.
0: Um, I'm trying to think if there was anyone else who really like really stood out to me.
1: Chanel, the red Red dress, the red dress was, I mean, drama and stunning. She She is. She's a queen. Yeah, she's a
0: queen. She her fashion is always like over the top. But I love that about her because she owns that. Oh, you know. she like, still owns that. You're right. I don't yeah. know if you watch Dubai, but, like, even, they'll be going to tea, and she comes glam, like, deaf. And she, like, rather than, like, because I loved her read fashion, typically. Me um, I felt she was a little subdued with this Bravo She comic. was
1: conservative. This, I'm yeah. so
0: shocked. Yeah. I was a little surprised. She didn't, like, do anything. Like, she didn't have, like, a wow moment. Everything. And- she just looked great, you yeah. know, but she didn't have a wow moment. Um, I agree. So, like, while well, she's someone who I'm um, bravo in the bravo sphere that I like, whose fashion I love, mm-hmm. um Chanel, and I, she will get like when she's getting heat for glam or whatever, she'll be like, she doesn't own it in the same way that like Chanel will be like, fuck well, yeah, I got glam for coffee. This is who I am. Like, right. And I love them. Imagine mm-hmm. just
1: putting a ball gown dress on like all the time. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> that no, lifestyle. I don't want- I don't even want to put a bra on half the time. I'm annoyed <laughs> that I have to wear a bra to work. Want me to put on a ball gown? Get
1: the hell out of here. Um, I'm like, so hey, I... Jean? <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Um, I actually liked Marlo's long Fendi dress that she wore at one of the panels. I thought that looked yes. beautiful. I thought like, cause I felt like there was some people dressed really casual, which I was kind of yeah. shocked of how casual they went. And then others dressed, like over the top. You know, they came right. to the party. They came to the event. And it should have been all these. Yes, because all right. these people stand with like, Oh, I have all this money. I'm like at the top of the tier. And they come in looking like an average Joe. I'm like, what is happening? Right. This is just <laughs> I thought for a basic outfit. I thought Tamra Judge, the Versace tan top with pants. That was yeah. cute. Because it was there was some there was like a little style to it, even though it right. was just a top and pants, you know. I just um, think
0: a lot of people played it too safe for me. Like here we are. We're talking. Yeah. Like we're talking shit about how we didn't like Paige's outfit, but at least she fucking went for it. Like she gave us something. I agree. agree. A lot of people played it too safe. Where I'm like, come on, show up. It's bravo. And another, Once a and year. It,
1: so bravo, please listen up, even though I'm not, I don't know if you will, but if you're
0: listening.
1: Pass us along we, if, if you're, you're listening, listening. I have um, some notes for the suggestion box. <laughs> Why was there not an area for all of these girls to take indiv- individual photos like award ceremonies? Because when you're trying yeah. to look back at the wardrobe, there's almost no photos of individuals, and then people no, are posting right. their own pages, but you can't see it as a collective. And I'm shocked that like other um,
0: journalists are how they do that thing, right? That, like, makes me kind of like. Come on, Bravo, can't be that expensive for a 360 camera.
1: Right, like these girls are supposed to show up and, like, you got to, like, do these outfits. We want to see it. And we're home. We don't get the in-person. Like, give it to us.
0: (laughs) So that's my suggestion
1: box because I had a hard time figuring out best or worst because you couldn't really see a lot of their outfits. That
0: was BravoCon. I mean, hell of a week. Hell of a weekend! I'm sure for everyone who was there, I'm still jealous that I was not Me there. Too. Um, Me too. But next year, right? I am year, thrilled right? that we got to recap it. Maybe, I mean, look—if they bring it back to the East Coast next year, I'm totally in. If it's West Coast, I got to see if it works with work. <laughs> 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 Imagine if I'm like, I need to take off because I need three days at BravoCon. Thank you. Um, the fact
1: that they don't understand that is just really disappointing. Right. So
0: you guys want to promote self care in the workplace. This
1: is my self-care. Yeah, mental health. God.
0: Mental health. Okay, so aside from our deep dive into BravoCon for the last week, Bravo is giving right now. We are going to recap some episodes today from this week, and we are only recapping four shows, but that's, like, just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much happening on Bravo right now. I want to be like, do you guys know we have jobs? I don't have time to watch all this, and I'm doing it. I'm watching it. But I'm like hardly sleeping, but it's so good. I can't look away.
1: Oh, my God. It's so good. It's a great lineup. A strong lineup.
0: great lineup. So I would love to start our deep dive with some of my favorite ladies. They were, I slept on them for the first couple seasons. And then I went back and did a rewatch and now I'm booked. And they had their premiere last week, this past Sunday, The Real Housewives of Potomac. I love them.
1: So when you told me um, that, uh, when we decided that we were going to do this, uh, you mentioned Potomac. And I hadn't watched Potomac. Um, I haven't, I started to narrow down some of my reality watches yeah. because I just started to get not enjoyable. It's lot. It, well, it's also, it's a lot. It's definitely not, you can't hit them all. But it's also when the cast has been on too long, it's becoming like they're too aware and it's not enjoyable right. anymore. So I've kind of cut back. Um, but when I when you told me about Potomac and I put it on for the premiere, I fold I just like fell right into it. I just love the drama and I'm kind of hooked now. Like you know, they still
0: have on their cast, I think, of the six women, their six regular cast members right now, I think four of them have been on since the beginning, which is kind of rare, I feel like, and I think it adds a lot because they really know each other and while Giselle can be a little produced. They aren't as produced as, like, a New Jersey. You know what I mean? We're self-produced or self-produced as yeah, a yeah, New yeah. Jersey. Or Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I feel like, for me, there was, you know, there were a lot of good things that happened this week with Potomac. Um, yeah, totally. Um, but my two biggest things that I would love to chat about, I think we've got to talk Juan and Robin. Oh, 100%. As a new person coming to these people what what were you feeling when you watched that first scene and then oh god i'm like getting the chills the cringe from it that first scene with and robin together and then that last scene with the ladies and robin
1: i was uncomfortable through and through i i on one hand like okay so let's dive into the one and robin like the beginning portion for me I wasn't aware of any of it so when I'm watching I mean I'm having flashbacks of my like toxicity of relationships and right? all the mass manipulation um, that these men have pulled and being that like doady-eyed Bambi that followed along and yeah. then the other side pushing back and being like fuck you like I'm not I'm not buying anything you're saying so when I'm watching yeah. this And I see before they're getting married, Robin mentioned adding infidelity clause into the prenup. His response, I don't think that's going to be an issue. Like, what? Like, what a brush off. And she's just like, oh you know, whatever. And then um, Juan, the cheating rumors and the receipts that are coming out and the amount huh. of excuses that this man gave that is un- not believable by any person not ever. believable. And she's just staying there like
0: in complete delusion. like completely she's choosing. She is at a point, and I feel for her because I do feel like I've been there with a guy. I don't think I've been there with men at this level. Like, where this level of receipt is happening and I'm still making excuses. Yeah. So I get when you kind of have your head in the sand. So I did feel for her. But I I truly think she's choosing to keep her head in the sand. And I don't know why. Like, that was the most, like, are you really happy? That's what I loved at the end with that conversation. I think it was the right group of women to have that conversation with her. Because all three of them have been wronged by men in very similar fashions and publicly so they were not coming from a place of judgment and all three of them are truly her friends you know it wasn't like some of these like manufactured housewife friendships this was like they're real friends and I feel like they were real like you saw it on Sharice's face when she was talking like it was hurting her that Robin's going through this you know and I think it was Giselle who was like I just want you to be happy."
1: like she just had a wall up like she's not yeah. hearing she's just not hearing any she's of it like what is it that she is this because when yeah. a man when a man is being accused of the same thing so many times and then gets fired from his job for like the right. same thing it doesn't become yeah like just like a random one-off this is behavior and she's like well it's not juan's fault what do you mean he is the catalyst of everything he is the and catalyst. that is an abused woman in my eyes yes. like that That's is an I abused woman in
0: my notes casey is like just in all camps abuse like it's mass I,
1: manipulation at its finest. My mom always says, when someone shows you who they are, believe it. Believe they them. are not lying. That is who they are. And you are just fooling yourself. And it's very hard to watch a woman completely just yeah. go blind and yeah. ride along this. It just seems so empty and And, and, and I can't and,
0: figure out why. Like you said, like I don't know why. I like she's been <laughs> there a lot with this man. It's it's wild and I think that when they got, and when he proposed, I think that he kind of thought, and so did she, like, oh, that'll get people off my back. But then everyone just started asking, okay, so when's the wedding coming? And then you have like a Karen Huger, the Grand Dame, who's not going to let that phone go. She's like, when's the wedding? When's the wedding? It's because you guys aren't getting fucking married. You, she was onto it. You know what I mean? Like, that they just did this, I feel like, to shut people up. And I think. She really thought that, like, okay, if we get married, this will all just go away.
1: Well, when she was talking to him, she was saying that she couldn't believe how much it blew up. And I'm thinking to myself, girl, hello, anything up there? Like, what do you mean you can't believe it blew up? This is not normal. What bothered me at the end of the episode with the conversation with the girls, because I do think they came up really genuine. Me too. Was, her, was the amount of denial when she's acting like a victim and everyone else yeah. is out to get her she, like yeah. she says her joy is stolen and the one person is the center is wrong like it's yeah. everybody else that stole her joy and the old and she has no anger towards this man but she, she wants to cut all these conversations off she wants to hide everything she's so mad at the whole world and all like the women were talking about it but has
0: yeah. zero uh, zero the person who did it that there is like massive
1: here. that is like massive mental abuse on like level. Yeah. it's so and i hate to throw around oh. abuse but this is but it, this is. it is, is mental abuse.
0: abuse and i i don't know it it honestly just made me really sad i because i feel like i've been on both ends of it like i've been on the receiving end of a tough conversation like that from your friends yeah. and they're like hey you gotta like look at this man here. Or like, I mean, just even with my last boyfriend, my best friend Danielle from Syracuse. Like, she the weekend before we broke up, she was here visiting, and I was just going, not even realizing I was just venting. And I and she like looked at me and she was like, "Are you happy?" where right. I was like, "Oh, I I don't know." I <laughs> mean, you know. So it was it was tough to watch. It did it brought up a little a little ptsd for me
1: but it was uh, <laughs> oh me too i mean you know yeah. i have you know i have like toxic beyond toxic right. every guy i've dated on all walks of life on every derelict to like maybe decent
0: ish person but that's why i feel like we're and not so, nobody's judging you're you and right. i aren't judging those women weren't judging
1: we
0: want you no, know it's I sounding know. the
1: alarm the alarm is going off girl
0: sound
1: the alarm <laughs> Save yes. yourself. Rare. Protect yourself. Protect your kids. Like, get into a healthy mindset. Protect be your kids. Be you. Find yourself. Like, this man has stripped you to nothing, and so it's scary.
0: True, Casey, and like, she's raising boys, right? Two boys, I think, maybe three. Oh god, group. that's even worse. Awful, like, and these, and they're older now. Like, they're mm-hmm. in middle school, at least, or maybe high school. Like, they're seeing this. They see your relationship. They see how you interact with each other. What you're teaching them is not healthy. And do you want your boys to learn how to treat women like this? Like exactly, that's that's not okay. It's not okay.
1: I'm with you. So the one upside that, because I'm new to the show, is I like bugged out when I saw Jason from What to Ask HSL. Yes.
0: Dying!
1: I love the crossover. It was a little weird initially, like crossover. digest and like realize until they so put the weird. photo up, and then I'm like, "Uh, what? How?" was my other uh, we
0: <laughs> what the fuck moment of the episode. I mean, I knew they were dating, so just for those of you who who are like Casey, who are new to Potomac, Ashley used to date Luke, and they hooked up last year's Bravo. But like briefly. That, Luke. So think briefly, like a month, I think. Yeah but that it was a little bit longer like he had been at her house and like there was shit with like her ex-husband it got a little wild but yeah it was really it was very interesting um and that's how Giselle met Jason was through Luke and Ashley and I will say when I first heard about that relationship on social media or I think she even brought it up the reunion last year I was like that's publicity that's Giselle just trying to stay relevant and I don't know that I've changed my mind yet watching them together. It did feel a little bit like mommy dearest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little odd. And the daughter, yeah. I mean, I like that the daughter's involved. Like that's being
0: saving grace. Yeah. Every all of all times that she is a, she has a wonderful relationship with her children.
1: Yeah. Yes. And her and her daughter speaking, like I wasn't a fan of him and you know, now he's yeah. good. So I'm like, all right, he's coming around. Clearly there's yes. substance here. But um, initially I didn't recognize was... him, and then when they showed the picture, um,
0: I died. <laughs>
1: right, and it is
0: nice to see her happy and in, in a relationship. Like the only other guy, man we've really seen her with on the show is her ex husband, who she like took back for a little while, and then went again, and then he went away again. But like, she's never really had a serious boyfriend.
1: All right, guys. So let's uh, talk about Winter House, because if we're going to talk about Jason, let's just fold right into it. Let's um, just flow right in So how with, we met our man. <laughs> so um, this is a different cast this season, and um, I want to know your thoughts specifically about the guy cast right
0: now. Give it to me. about the men. Um, I love Brian Benny from Family He's Party. great. He is, I mean, talk about no game. <laughs> I love him with all my heart. I just want him to find love. I'm a huge family karma fan. And he's always been one of my favorites on that show. And he's a he's a man child, right? He's very emotionally immature. <laughs> That's clear. But he's so sweet. He means well. I love him. Always love Kyle. Um, oh.
1: So for me, like what I love about this guy cast particularly is they all have such different games and different tactics uh, it's That's true. so it's so enjoyable to watch like yeah. alex is such a creep and like open flirting fucking... with anyone in front of him like 24 7 always horny i I've, I've watched blow deck i watched the season um yes the no, last no, one no. that just came and that's the only one I saw him on and he didn't really put up a lot of game for that season he kind of stayed in the no. back so who knew
0: he so I didn't to, know what to expect right who knew he had no off switch for the creep, Bill? I don't I, know I know and I love that Danielle is like living her life and you know just ignoring the creep vibes and being like fuck it I'm single <laughs> and out you know after being in a long relationship that I you live know, for it. coming on this and like having just been rejected again by your ex, like I get what she's doing. Go for it, Danielle, get your DW, but he's a fucking
1: freak. <laughs> but she's she's enjoying her like fling status. Like she's what is it, hot girl yes. summer? So like cool girl, winter. girl winter. Right? Um cool, cool girl winter, like cool vibing like and chilling, like chill girl winter. I don't know. But yeah. um I, I, yeah, I, I kind of like, like that, uh, but he's still going after these other girls openly. Um oh, yeah. And then you have oh, Brian, yeah. and then I agree, Brian is like geeky, funny, but he's a little creep, creepish. Um, oh yeah. And I, but I love that he's romantic, but he, and cause I like, I like romantic gestures. Me but, too. And so when I think of romance, like I think it be like smooth and cool and just like sexy, but yeah. he gives off like romance cheesy. And like makes me like question the
0: romance side of it. I just but like you are so right. He gives like romance cringe. That's the like <laughs> where you're like watching a movie. You know when you get like secondhand embarrassment. I get that with my Brian Benny sometimes, but I love him. That's why he, oh. he like makes it. Um, Tom Schwartz. So I yeah. like
1: seeing him solo. It is nice to see oh. him solo. He has zero game, again, completely awkward, like, old man hangout, like, weirdness. He gives me male version of Sutton with the awkward flirting.
0: They're identical to me with the awkwardness. That is a show I would watch. Tom Schwartz and Sutton doing, like, going to a matchmaker and trying to find love. I would watch that in a fucking heartbeat. And if you were listening...
1: (laughs) Yeah. I would go to that matchmaker if she actually could get them dates or oh, right. marriages. I would be like, she that
0: would sign her future, you know, like and yeah, it is nice to see Schwartzy on his own. Um, I just like you know what he does that well first of all, he's always the victim. Hate that. Yeah. Um, I liked that he did that like that drink game. That was kinda it was a good icebreaker. Sure. I honestly
1: thought initially I was like, ooh, this is like Same. the vibe they were giving off. I'm like, this is the worst game in the world. And uh-huh. then he sold it. And
0: it He sold it. And yeah, I did he did it right. <laughs> um, I did.
1: So what did you think about Corey? Because he's the only one that seems to have all game. Everyone wants him. He's the cool tall right. kid, not quite my type, but he has a vibe, a personality. He lures you in. I was gonna ask you
0: that. That was a question I wrote down like. Are you attracted to Corey? Like, am I missing something? No, I'm more.
1: I'm more attracted to Austin than I am Corey. Um, if you're going to compare both yeah, I fuck could boys, see Austin
0: being your type. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be able to handle the show if there were two Corys. I'll be honest with you. Like, I think you're right about how this is a good group of guys because they're all so different. Yeah. Like, two Corys would send me right over the edge. It
1: strokes their ego to do this more to women. So, like, you don't want. I kind of like the dorky side of. A heavier part of the cast, yeah, <laughs> Like Corey being that one,
0: you know. And it is kind of fun to watch, like Corey try and teach like Brian to have game. <laughs> like that's fun. Like the um, game tactic is
1: amazing, and I kind of love that. Uh, Kyle is just the ringleader of these shows. Like he is really the point person, and I just give yes. mad respect to that. So I'm okay with him not getting involved with the game because he, he's kind of bringing it together. So, But I miss Amanda. I'm not going to lie. I'm missing where I want her. Come so, on, Amanda. So speaking of Amanda, because I miss her too, what do you think of the girl cast?
0: So, like I said, loving Danielle's cool girl, Winter. Um, loving Danielle. What are your thoughts on Danielle?
1: I'm so excited for her. Me too. Um, I love that everything that happened the previous season was very toxic for her. And yeah, her summer house. Yeah. yeah. And people are just coming for her. And I'm glad that she has a clean slate with a new cast. And she's single. And she is just going in and, and, and having her chill girl winter. So I'm um, I'm
0: for her. Yeah. And Danielle's someone who I had, it took a while for me to come around on. Like, she's someone who, when she first came 100%. on Summer House, I was like, eh, I don't like I- her. She reminded me of this. Yeah, she reminded me of this girl that we went to high school with. I'll tell you. I'm like wait, too. Um, Who just is like who people like would really like, and I'd be like, why? Um, That I think. But the difference is, is that I never came around on that girl, and I've totally come around on Danielle. Um, Honestly,
1: it's really the last season of Summer House was when I started to like her.
0: Up to that point, for me, yeah. So that's her, Jordan. I don't know if you watched Martha's Vineyard. I Um, saw like
1: random few, but no.
0: It was a slow burn. Like it started super slow and then got like really good. Um, Jordan was my favorite on that, so I'm happy to see her here. Um, Love her this week. She's honestly one of the most gorgeous people I think I've ever seen in my life. She
1: cracks me up, and she could read also. Oh yeah,
0: she has a good read.
1: She first off giving both the men the cheek brian and alex the first episode like stop the fact that she's holding hands with brian in the car and calls his hands crusty and dry i died i mean and then jordan also trying to get ready while alex is taking a shower and her, her response right after everything is shameless like I don't, I don't share a penis with my friends, and will buy a plastic dick if needed. But sorry to this man, he has pity. Get out saying, of my
0: bathroom.
1: He keeps saying pity me, pity me. Like
0: what? No, she no.
1: to me, she to me. she to me is like giving me page with the humor and the yes, the yeah. class. She does bring page
0: energy. Yeah, um, I, she's she, I love her. Um, so the two below deck girls, Malia and Katie. Yep, I don't really remember Katie from Below Deck, but I am liking her on this. I'm I did not like Malia on Below Deck ever, like even, not even from season one. I always found her to be like really pompous. I'm liking her more on this, and I'm they are a good duo, and I think that they're like made for this kind of show because Yadi's like that's what they do right there yeah. when they're not on, you know, on a tour or whatever. They're just partying like that's their lifestyle so they're like kind of made for this environment and they're always, you know, these your crew is never the same really. You're constantly meeting new people. So this is I feel like a really good vibe for them cuz they know how to like seamlessly meet people.
1: I agree. I also really love their friendship. Like I miss having yeah. a like one of my girlfriends live close by and I'm seeing you all the time right. and like like that bestie, but there is no way they're going to find a healthy relationship by any means because they fulfill <laughs> their entire relationship but sex so the only right. thing that's available for the man is sex there is no way to a relationship because they're already married <laughs> that's
0: but, I, funny. but
1: i like their friendship like i me too. respect it's cute. and then um, um there's casey. casey where did casey come from she was never on reality tv before right i have no idea i'm so confused by her i wrote i'm confused by her and
0: she's whatever to me i'm not enjoying she's whatever her to me but she did have two lines this week. Oh, what? Uh, when she said that shit talking is a form of female bonding. I was like, okay, you're right. I like That's that.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Um, But this, when she said about Sam, that, she's <gasps> a, that she heard she's a basic bitch from New Jersey. Yeah. A...
1: But then Jordan goes, I'm basically from New Jersey. I died. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your thoughts on having a, your like, What are your thoughts on having your friends back and hooking up with with hooking up with a guy in a situationship? Like, what do you think about, like, hyping up your girlfriend to hook up with a guy who's in a situationship?
0: I don't know. So here's the thing. Like, he's saying we're not exclusive, right? That's what he's saying out loud to people. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying that you're not exclusive and I don't think that Jordan or Malia or any of the girls who are coming for Corey... I don't think any of them are coming for him in a way where like they want to date him. I maybe Jordan is cause she seems like a bit more serious of a person. Um, so I guess it's like, if they're just looking for like somebody to hook up with while you're in the winter house and just have a little bit of fun, fine. Um, I still think it's like a little bit fucked up because they do know that he's seeing someone like if we were in a summer house and we were there and this guy's like, yeah, I'm seeing somebody, but like, it's, we're not exclusive. I'm, Do you know i'm out and i've seen him out flirting with other people then i'd be like yeah fucking go for it case like he's not with them as long as you knew went into it with the intention of like yeah this is like a fling thing or like a one-time hookup
1: so i i I agree with you i think there's a two sides to this i feel like the one side is like hyping your girl up and i would i would say the same thing go for it and another side i'm like girls we have to all be on the same side right. like girl are all code like this is what happens to all girls girls get pinned against each other because these fucking losers and these losers. if you know of a situation and you know about it like the right thing to do is probably not go there. But look, everyone needs their fix. They want uh, the hookup, you know? It right. is that's what it is. So th- it does go both ways. Like, I'm not mad about it, but I was mad that she was talking all that shit about Sam.
0: Sam did say on BravoCon that, like, she's friends with everyone now, and she comes, she shows up this season, and she's like, and I shot that shit down? So I'm curious to see that. So what are your
1: uh, thoughts on Corey with his situationship and, like, how he's handling it? Because I have a
0: lot of thoughts i mean he's doing well keeping in touch with Sam, right like we see him he's texting her non he's made it very clear that he's talking to her um but he is also super flirty like if i were her and i were watching this i would be like crying honestly i want
1: to kill him so for me so for me we obviously know that Corey is messy right messy yes. as hell
0: but Friends is best day, this is expect. what i've
1: noticed this is what i've noticed from the beginning of when the show first started till now okay and mm-hmm. this is how men act like fuck boy mentality him thinking he can juggle all these girls openly flirting luring the girls in and backing away and then chasing him and he stays loyal to sam and pins the girls against each other drives me nuts like, he openly went in denying and, like, not identifying the situation. So he was all for let's, like, you know, put out the flirt. And then he puts a hard stop. And so now these girls think they have a chance. And now he's showing, in without saying it, his actions are showing. Now he's being faithful to Sam. So now right. these girls are getting emotional about wanting to come up with him. And so it's that, like, it's that, that Is-
0: manipulation. And I I'm hate like, that. Is that all part of his game? I think if it were like nobody from Summer House was there and it was just him, I think he would have hooked up with somebody by now. I, 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 I get I could see that. Now, the ladies of Beverly Hills are in Vegas. Oh my god. And yeah, it was quite an episode. I have so many thoughts. Um I I think we gotta talk about our poor Sutton. Um
1: oh. oh god, she really <laughs> Took up this episode. I, I have, I have funny yeah. moments from her, and then I have, of course,
0: the melter. Well, I'm like, come on, yeah. Um, first of all, can we talk about their suite? That they did. There's a fucking pool in the suite. Like, <laughs> that's so insane. Thank you, Daddy Sutton, for this suite. Um, please take me on your next vacation. Um, but when they were going around talking about Sutton's dating and how she never gets a second date, I feel for her.
1: I completely identify with her awkwardness in dating. On yes. a complete total, one hundred percent. I love. I loved when she was sitting with the wad of cash, going, "Y'all remember these? Because it's singles. <laughs> like, you don't know what singles. Are. Like it's the pastime. Of singles. I can't. Y'all remember? Because us re- regular folks, like we use singles yeah. a lot. Because <laughs> always- usually we so- only got
0: singles in the. <laughs>
1: love that and then um garcelle's saying about sutton she's had sex right did sutton have a
0: stork <laughs> <laughs> that was good i did crack a laughing thing when kyle when they took her phone and called the guy that she went on a date with and i was like see then i identified with kyle because i would do that to ashley in a heartbeat i would definitely oh, do like that to america i'm I an that way that. <laughs> um but <laughs> There, so I do feel, where I do love, I love her and Garcelle's relationship. They're like an old married couple. It's, oh yeah, it's very funny, like just seeing them interact because they are so different, but they they really get along very well. Her, okay, this is jumping around a bit. When they were like, when Kyle was like, now I know why she never gets a second date. I saw her eat that fish. <laughs> yes, I mean the girl was struggling, was struggling. And it was so embarrassing because I was like, oh, I'm the most disgusting eater. I literally, I was at dinner with my friend Danny one time, and it was like when I just started dating my ex, and she, I was eating, and she looked at me, and she's like, do you eat like that in front of him? <laughs> that whole thing with Magic Mike, which, side note, do you remember when we went to Magic Mike? Not Magic Mike. Um, Chippendales. We went to Chippendales? I think so. Do you so. remember when we went to that in um, Vegas? for I Britain's- do. I do. oh I god do. what a cheese fact! and i have to say they have the male entertainment industry has really stepped up their game since we went you know 12 years ago um mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on the erica on stage was it cringe was it too much was it just like it's part of the show
1: for me um knowing that she knew the dancers you know and like she yes. had the hookup it it okay understood um it, was it? Like, I just say go for it, girl. Enjoy it. Was it a little right. cringe? Yes, but was yes. it Erica expected? Yes. So I was fine with it. Like if it happened to me, if it happened in person and I saw it, I would just be screaming, "Oh my god, yes!" Like I would not sit there and like walk out with like a pouty face. Like I would be. I mean, I
0: think cheering her right. on. We have yes, we have to remember who, who Erica is, right? When we first met Erica, she came on screen with a necklace that said "cunt," like. She's clearly not, like, you know, she's not a wallflower. She's not no. a delicate person. We know where we are, so fully get in right. there, girl. Do do you. So I know our, for our friend Ashley's bathroom party, we went to Montauk, and all she said was, like, I don't want a stripper, I don't want a stripper, I don't want a stripper. So, of course, I'm getting a stripper then, right? Right. Like you if you tell me not to do something enough times, I'm doing it. Right. So, We got this stripper. First of all, it was so awkward because communicating with the guy, the first guy we were supposed to, I booked this guy, he sends me a dick pic. I was like, no, no, sir, I don't need to see that. What? (laughs) We don't want like, We just want it to be funny, like just dance. Like we're trying to have fun. Like I was like, make it really cheesy. Come in like you're delivering pizzas. Like I wanted it to be like cheesy and funny. And he's like, okay, do you want full nude? I was like, no, you don't want full nude. And he's like, are you sure? And sent me a dick pic. I was like, whoa! I think it work, sir?" <laughs> I feel like it's like a drug deal. <laughs> it was so weird. But to get back on track here, if it's not your thing, like, I still don't think you would, like, any of our friends would react the way that Sutton did. And I don't even think Sutton really would. I think it was about more than that. I think she was feeling super insecure one because the whole day right they've been talking about her dating and kind of hating on her innocently you know they're right. joking with her but she'd been drinking also so like now she's drinking more throughout the day you know and then the guy comes over or the guys come over and they pick there's three women with pants and they only take two of them i think she was a feeling i think it was more that she was feeling a little bit insulted
1: oh 100 percent. i mean and when kyle started when Kyle started listing, oh, I shouldn't have worn the pants. Oh, I brought a singles of wad, like a wad of singles. Uh-uh. Oh, like, it just, like, girl, just own it. Like, it has nothing to do about your image. Like, you're jealous. First off, she's wearing white pants. I, I, I would never go to a strip club in white pants. And no. if you're going to go on stage in white pants and they're going to do what they do, your pants are probably going to be full of tanning. Milk right like why so
0: like, that was the worst they probably didn't pick her because of the white pants but um... yeah solid point they're probably like loaded up <laughs> on, on like self-tanner those guys and, like no oil... the white pants. yeah right <laughs> so like yeah, and she, but she was a bitter queen
1: like she was and honestly and... it's crystal's birthday pull yourself together like the attention's not you and the fact that kyle and garcelle went out there and Fed into this and then had texted everyone that we have to go when this is right. like you're going to a performance where you actually know like Getting someone over. knows someone in it like get back there i'm for to and and erica for saying erica i would Respect have stayed
0: for how she handled it even like she was the one who got them that hookup and she handled it really well i think she was like yeah whatever it's fine you know i have to like, say i was I, impressed
1: I never really stand for Erica. I can't stand her. She bothers me so much. And her and Lisa Renna, I'm glad Lisa Renna isn't there because I think it's helping this, you know, patience that she's having with these yeah. women. But it is really refreshing to see her it's refreshing. acting h- human and, you know, being more yeah. poised. Because she seems so robotic to me. Like, she just I know. She she's, she's very does. cold. I think this is a big topic that happened um garcelle confronting the group about not feeling comfortable discussing her kids was so uncomfortable and the fact that garcelle has never felt comfortable that they don't really hear her she doesn't feel like she can get vulnerable with the group she said this through the seasons that she doesn't feel like they listen right and the fact that here she is actually confronting in a vulnerable moment where this could really turn the corner to, like, a real sisterhood and really could have brought the group closer, the reaction was, to me, unwarranted and kind of disgusting.
0: From Dorit, right?
1: Yeah. And Kyle kind of added into that. And I was kind of yeah. I was really disappointed. I was
0: really disappointed. Kyle's tone deaf, honestly. Um, she yeah. often doesn't get it in the moment. I, again, was, like, impressed by Erica being like, she's telling us how she feels. Like, right. you know. This is we don't not because the truth is you don't have to understand it or get it and it's not an insult on who you are as a parent or anything like that. And like saying like let it go, it's not up to you for when someone should let something like that go when it comes to their kids. Like I'm not trying to like take away dorit's trauma, but it's really not fair of you to like then try and take away someone else's, you know. Right. Exactly. Um, So Um So the last thing I wanna say about Beverly Hills, uh, what what did you think about that little like seeing when Kyle was in the gym and Erica mm. and Tariq were in bed together, and we're talking about like her lifestyle, how she got up at five thirty before the sun was up, and she worked out, and and you know, I think Erica made the good point, like, well, she's not drinking, so like it's easier to pop up. Um, but Tariq was like, yeah, it's just not sustainable. Like, what do you what do you think she meant by that?
1: That's like a low key, she knows something we don't, kind of comment right. of of something else going on. Especially because mm-hmm. she's so close to her, so it's odd. I do feel like there was definitely underlying. There's
0: something is. more there.
1: I don't know if it's the diet. I don't know if it's,
0: you know, Marcius. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Right. Right. But there is definitely. Because she is very skinny. I never thought,
0: ever in any other season, that Kyle was like overweight. I never. Not
1: that she was. I wouldn't think she was overweight. She's like really toned and slim, not saying she her doesn't arms look great. Are... She, her whole body is sharp. So she's really, you know, Yeah. P- putting the force in the working out. Is it Ozempic? Is it other things? You, I mean, she's denied I it. I don't think but... she's doing the
0: O because her weight loss wasn't as drastic and as some of the other people who we know are doing like the Ozempic and the Housewives. Um, and like a lot of the women, a lot of the housewives who are doing was anything like that they haven't like changed their lifestyle to stop drinking they haven't changed their lifestyle to be up at 5 working out like she has yeah that's what's making me think it's more natural for her um but i do think that she's maybe spending eight hours a day in her gym
1: yeah to escape you know? she's trying to escape yeah. maybe she's it's a way to shut her mind off you know yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: last but not least let's talk about southern charm Southern um, talk about
0: toxic masculinity let's talk about <laughs> southern charm
1: so loving craig this season it's crazy that he's the voice of List. reason like what um this episode List wasn't as this episode wasn't as spicy as you know the past couple episodes but um let's dive in what some good
0: what
1: shit do you though think, yeah what do you think um is going to happen with Paige and craig uh
0: I know that she said on the summer house panel at BravoCon that basically she's living in New York and in uh Charleston and she's splitting her time. Um, so I think if that's working for them right now, great, but I know he wants more commitment and that's gonna be tough because their worlds are just he wants the commitment, and he wants it in Charleston. And she's she, a Charleston her life, her, boy. Yeah, her work and is she's, all in New York. Like she's a New her York podcast, City girl. her... Yeah, her podcast, her influencer stuff, her. Which I mean, you could do the podcast from anywhere, but like, you know, that's her family, her friends, her summer house. Like, that's all New York based. Um, So I don't know that she's going to give that up.
1: And like fashion icon, like where are you going to be in the in United States and be in fashion? Is New York right? And that's what she stands for, you know. And um, but I did hear during Bravicon their their parents met. They actually met for the first time in in Vegas. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, wow, good for them. Yeah. Okay, good. Because I stand for them. I love them. I think they're really good for each other. I think they both are a little off in certain ways. And I think they match really well together. So I would love to see that. But I do think when it comes down to the end thing, she's either going to have to
0: move or. Yep. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know
0: how they make it work without it. I don't
1: know. So uh, what did you think about the combo with Taylor and Olivia at the lake house? So that made me
0: sad. Um, It made me sad for a lot of reasons. Watching that reunion flashback with the, uh, where she's saying like, there's so much love there. I wish you would just sweep her off your feet. And then to know that like the very fucking next day, you were saying that to Austin, like, that was brutal. And I think it's Craig says it later in the episode. Taylor's not a bad person. She's just doing fucked up things right now. And honestly, I had the same thought watching that scene. It's like, I like Taylor. I think, and I, I feel for her because I think she's also going through this really fucked up, you know, breakup from like a fucking psychopath who really fucked with her head, clearly. And she clearly was, I think, just like grasping for straws and desperate and re- like acting through desperation, really. For a lot of the things that she did that were dumb, but it doesn't excuse her lying to Olivia, like it just doesn't, and I'm with Olivia there. I oddly just had this conversation with someone last night how like i'm I am big on forgiveness and moving forward, but there is this part of me that like never forgets when it's a certain thing, like if it's something stupid, yes, I'm like, forgive, forget, let's move on. but if it's something like serious like that, like I do have trouble forgetting it, like I will forgive you, but it will stay in the back of my mind and maybe put up a wall that I'm not even
1: yeah, conscious keep of that,
0: because I'm like, keep the person at bay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you trust this person.
1: And honestly, Olivia was open this entire time because she stand for their friendship. Yeah. And so she kept leaving it open until it just kept coming out more and more. And at that point, Like I respect wholeheartedly for her standing her ground and everything that she gave Taylor. Like I respect that she came up to the lake house. I respect that she left her parents' house with the family there. That's like not easy to do. That's awkward, but she came to have a conversation and she's giving what she can. But ultimately look, the girl, the girl did her dirty. They bonded because of, the breakup of chef and the breakup with Austin, they got a lot right. closer because of that heartache. So if nothing else, their relationship, the tightest part of it was their hurt in the, those relationships. Yeah. So the fact that Taylor went bro code and not girl code, that that's unforgivable. And it's, and right, it's right. hard. It's hard to, as it's their friendship together, it's hard to trust anything she's saying. And
0: right. It's beyond just the fact that they, because they definitely did more than kiss. I think. I think they fucked um, for sure. Yeah. And I think it's beyond that. Like, it's beyond just the fact, like, okay, that would be bad enough if you just hooked up with him. But the fact that then you lied to my face and doubled down and chose him over me again mm-hmm. in that way, like, how can and I trust you, you, you
1: ever? And you went to your family to talk about getting a relationship with this man. Oh. Right after yeah, that gross. New York reunion, like come, come on. There's there's a lot of icks.
0: There was a lot of a lot a of icks. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like I love that she left. Right. I loved that she. <laughs> Went to the wineries with the guys and then shows up at the house. And then she's like, Wait, Taylor's coming here for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: dinner was awkward, especially when they got that t- temp tattoo, the chef and Austin talking. I-, I I was cringed the entire I time. I mean, what the fuck? Cringe. Another um, cringe was Rod asking for the exclusive what guy read the room this girl room. is not
0: available at this moment like and where, like it's... where do you get off ron i like ron i like and i think he's definitely way better for her in a in he's terms a of a, a person right then yeah. but rod you've been on what like two dates um you her he brother just... literally just died right and you think this is the appropriate she just left her best friend's house who she's fighting with over another guy and you think this is the appropriate time to tell her that you want to be exclusive which is or, her ex your fucking mind like yes. this
1: girl has no mental room for any of this for right, you now. right now rod. this is she the needs- worst
0: timing they have worse timing when rod helps her bring helps her bring her stuff to the room and he's like i'm gonna give you a minute to get settled like I liked that he did that. Settle in. I'm not going to bombard you. Whatever. Have a moment to yourself. And the second Rod Rod walks out, Austin's <laughs> head.
1: I love that. That <laughs> was so thing. good.
0: They That's, cl- That's like,
1: classic Austin. Yes. Yeah. Classic. Yeah.
0: Oh, classic. What a no, dick. And so Rod I, is definitely a better human, but he's he's played he played this all wrong. Played it all, all I, wrong.
1: All I feel with with rod is that he's a gentleman he clearly smells good because every time olivia greets him she goes oh you smell good every time every i want to know me. what is this man smelling tell me rod, i'm what dying to know are you wearing? <laughs> okay. but he's know. trying to mark his territory because his territory is getting threatened and he did it in a really
0: Boo. yeah bad way like yeah that was so and awful again, props to olivia for like being the adult in the room yeah. and being like hey, yeah, no, that's not where I am. Like, I don't know what I would have done.
1: I, I don't think hate. I'd be able to handle any of the conversations Olivia's had this season. I don't know no. how I would be able to carry myself. I think I would have been mortified if this man said this to me. Mortified. I don't know what I would say. I
0: think I would have been like, I need to, I, I'll be my right back. I gotta go. I gotta <laughs> Can go. Can I phone a friend? Can I phone a friends, please? Because I don't know what to fucking do right now. Uh, Who's she
1: gonna talk to in the house because she's not talking to Taylor? And the guy's like, Who's she gonna
0: like vent to about this? All right, this, like, I awkward. know. And she's the conversations that Olivia has had this season and handled with such grace and oh, such yeah. like maturity. And then on top of that, you remember that she is going through an enormous trauma. Yeah, like God bless. When my dad died, I was eating for breakfast at four o'clock in the morning and stumbling around like a zombie and she's here's olivia like a fucking picture of grace and dignity <laughs> i'm like damn olivia teach me your ways the last bit is of this episode is super serious but i must have wrote in my notes like i'm looking at them i wrote phrase craig about six times he is the comic relief that we need in such like a heavy with a lot of heavy shit going on like Shep's absolute anger management issues, the manipulation, Taylor's, like, fucking lost. Olivia's dealing with all this crazy shit. Austin's a piece of shit. Craig brings JT is, like, a man-child. JT <laughs> is the biggest weirdo. I. He is so weird. I also kind of like him because he's so oh, weird. You too? Me too. Um, <laughs> but his obsession?
1: No, because his obsession with Taylor is, is not normal. I mean yes
0: not normal. No, not normal. But what would we do without our Craigie? Like we know that he can be a <laughs> yeah. full blown idiot. He lied about law school or whatever the hell he was lying about. Like he had an adderall addiction. Like the guy's a fucking lunatic. But his whole conspiracy theory thing, dead. I, he, I, I really died. wanted Pandas to be real. Like what, Greg? I died. I
1: died. I died. Uh He's when so he was when he was talking about space people, because aliens are a bit much. When he was talking <laughs> space, space people,
0: and then he goes, um, oh, he goes,
1: just watch Transformers, explains it all. Meanwhile,
0: His that is my favorite definitely. movie, <laughs> my like, favorite Craig, movie. <laughs> and here's my thing, minus the conspiracy theory stuff. Even though when he was saying some things, I was like, he's making good points. Three. <laughs> hey. You got um, me thinking, Craig. But he, what I will say about Craig is that he is one of those people who I almost always, not always, but I almost always agree with, like, his intent and what he's trying to get across, and I almost always disagree with how he goes about saying it. This yeah. season, he's been a lot better, like, a lot better in handling the drama. But in past She's season, working he's on and, like, yes, She's working he's on himself. He's working on himself. You can see it. shit. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, okay, oh, like, I agree, like with why he's losing his shit. Like, even with this whole, like, the exes thing, I, everything he's saying to them about like, like, yeah, no shit, guys, I told you it was gonna get like this. Again, here he is, here's our Craigie, voice of reason, praise Craig. Speaking of the opposite end of voice of
1: reason, Shep with that switch of a flip of the darkness that comes out in his outbursts. Darkness. Like, it, like, I honestly, Shep for the longest was kind of just, I just didn't, he kind of bothered me for many seasons. Right? This season, Same. I'm liking him more. There's more I of a think. human side to him that I'm like, okay. But then the switch happened. That, like, that flip where that darkness goes, oh, takes over. And
0: they, it's they scary. They showed that flashback of last year with the, um... Game. He's the, such a sore loser. NFL. Yeah. And like, I, I thought of it before they showed it. I was
1: like, he is the worst sore loser. It. Oh, no. I remembered it. Cause it it was I on heard, Taylor oh, again. It was at um, Whitney's house. The Franklin. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, when they yeah. went to that weird house. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, that was really dark for me when he switched like that. Like, and clear, like Craig said, like it's clearly not just over a ping pong game. There's clearly like no, he's letting feelings out. there, and he's, he's letting he's... it out. Yeah, but how dare you? Like, and I'm I'm not even a big fan of Taylor right now. How dare you say like? when he said yeah, it did sometimes when she was like did it feel good cheating on me Yeah, it yeah. did sometimes i he's lucky he just got wine that.
1: He, he he knew like, what he was doing
0: he oh, yeah. knew that I he was going to catch his you. ass on fire
1: yeah i was like, scared you would have knocked him out you would have i would have
0: i would have done the same yeah like, i i
1: would not i mean she was on tv so i guess she was she right. curved it but <laughs> so she can't commit a <laughs> felony but she can't um, choke him out, but I would have yeah. choked his ass out. But, but then they, but then they end up in bed together. I mean, wait, yes, and
0: then you fuck. <laughs> but there was with
1: there was a pillow wall. I noticed it in the beginning when they first scanned the, the bed. I'll there was give a, a pillow flying wall.
0: But fuck, what that an odd,
1: is... what an odd again, ending.
0: Started the episode where the recaps talking about abuse, and we're ending it. Talk about the abuse. Taylor, have some fucking respect for yourself. I get it. I get that you Shh. miss the dog. I get you feeling He's... emotional and vulnerable. Don't no, find she... that find that happiness within yourself stop looking for it in someone else's fucking
1: so, bed so so what i've noticed with her especially recently when they broke up um shep is not giving mixed signals to this girl at all he's not telling her he misses her he's not giving any feelings towards her he is clear that he's happy with the way the situation is wants to be friends and sh- he is not giving he her false to hope friends. yeah he just yeah, and he's happier to be not tied down, but she yeah. is every second to validate their relationship and I understand her side of it because I've been that girl begging for that right. value of what they had and she's still burnt as a crisp to what happened. She's yearning for warmth. She just wants that that comfort, that comfort. She wants yes. to have that transition of comfort into friendship or and- Or,
0: you know, comfort in it. And and it shows. Right. Right. Like she's a human being. She wants more emotion from him. And he said it himself earlier in the episode. He's a derping. He's not, he is not gonna struggle with this. He's gonna be okay with being like, okay, so now we're just friends. So this was a
1: strong bravo week, uh, Uh, like overload of greatness. I mean, yes,
0: it's giving. I haven't watched any of my other shows. I'm a big TV person for those of you who don't know. And I have, I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't even know how many episodes I'm behind on things because I'm like, I can't watch it right now. I have to, Bravo is giving too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, this was, I mean, I guess it's good not having a job in some sense because I'm able to keep up on my shows. (laughs) Silver lining.
0: Silver lining. Oh God.
1: No, this this was fun though.
0: Yeah, we should do this again. Yeah, we'll definitely do more recap episodes. Love a recap.
1: On that note, we would love for you to hit the follow button and tune into um, new episodes every Tuesday, streaming on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you want to check out our socials, uh, Instagram and TikTok, and uh, spread the love.
0: Yeah, um, have a great week, everybody. See you next Tuesday.